Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And happy solstice. Solstice! Yay! It's the longest day of the year. Right. <laughs> yes. And the first day of summer. Right? Yeah, that's always weird for me. But yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it's always weird for you? Uh, because it also it marks the longest day, but also starts getting darker. Like I always look at yeah, the other true. side. So I'm like, well, doesn't that mean like summer to me means all light, you know? Mm-hmm. So how could it still be getting darker? But I mean, it's still pretty bright. <laughs> well, it's still pretty bright and the sun gets, feels more strong. You know, like we yes. get the hotter days definitely come later after we're still working our, well, you wouldn't know it for some of the days we've been having around here, but we're still working our way towards those, those warmer days, yes. um, which really signifies summer. But it is kind of odd that when the sun is at its highest point is, and when it's, you know, at its creating the longest day here in the Northern hemisphere, that's when we're like, Hey, what's up? Summer's here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's called midsummer, you know, and it marks the middle of summer because plant was well, really the middle of, um, planting season, right? Because we planted back when the first frost ended. Well, some people did. I, I waited. last week or something, but, um, (laughs) like, oh yeah, maybe I should plant something, plant plant something. No, (laughs) actually I had starts. This is a sidebar, but I had starts and I just put them in the ground. They were starting to look really dissatisfied with their status in their little containers hanging out for too long for weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like more like a month or more. So (laughs) I have good intentions. It's yes. just that I get swept away in life. And then I'm like, oh, that plant looks really sad. I should put it in the ground. That now, now the challenge is remembering to water it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the point is it's summer solstice. Yeah. And so to celebrate, Veronica had this really good idea. Tell us your idea, Veronica. <laughs> well, I was a uh doing my reading, my tarot card reading this morning. And I was like, Oh, thinking about summer solstice and the sun card and how they relate to each other and how we might use maybe the energy of the sun card, um, and bring that into celebrating the solstice. Uh Aha. See, you're so magical. Sometimes. Well, it's interesting because the sun card is probably the card that I feel almost least connected to in the tarot deck. Like whenever it comes up in a reading and you know what, it might be because of that happy baby. Like, I just don't even know what to do with that happy baby. I'm like, dude, no, the baby's (laughs) a little creepy. Yeah. All the nose on the creepy baby. Yeah. (laughs) In the Rider Waite deck. I mean, other decks, in fact, now I feel inspired to flip through this deck I've got here and see what the hush tarot has to say about the sun card. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I see that card and I'm like, oh, okay. Yay. Happiness and sunshine. Um, I guess which we're was, celebrating something, which is so funny. Cause I actually, I didn't remember this correctly, but I thought Emily's lifetime card was the sun card. So I was like, oh yeah. 
And then Emily's, and then I just <laughs> talked with her and she's like, no, it's the emperor. I'm like, oh, and then she's like, I don't resonate with the sun card as much. I'm like, that's so strange. Like I see you so differently than the way you see yourself, but I guess that's pretty normal. I think that's normal. Um, well, say, say why you, you associated it. Well, because it's very, it's very external and you, you are very visible in the world and you like to collaborate with other people and community. And it's very external. Like, that's what it feels to me. Like, this is like energy, outward energy. Um, and that's where you put most of your energy is outwardly. And then you collapse. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the way I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And I was reading a couple of different passages from different books about it. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like Emily. And then you're like, I don't resonate with this card as much. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, instead I'm just really bossy like the emperor. That's my card. <laughs> Is that okay? So that's why you think you have the emperor and not the sun. Right. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, no, do it like this. You're the authority and the authority. Yeah. <laughs> My illusion of control makes me believe No, anyway. That's so why don't you resonate with the sun card as much? You know, I, I think I resonate with the sun card in that I, I see it as this card of celebration and sort of a pinnacle of things coming to when I think when I, whenever I pull the sun card, it, it represents either like celebration or um, having reached sort of this pinnacle of shining light, like, like the spotlight is being shown on something, usually an accomplishment is how I tend to, to look at that. Um, and I tend to resonate more with darkness, <laughs> with darkness. <laughs> you're like, Personally, you're like, I'll take, I'll take the moon card or the yeah. death card, but the yeah. sun card and the star card, what are you thinking? What's that the about? Star, I can do the star. Cause it's like hope, right? It's, but it's mm -hmm. not like, um, it's not like, right. Ah, yeah. Right. Uh, sound effects describe that better than any <laughs> words I could discover in the moment, but yeah, it's interesting. The sun is not where I would go. And I'm going to show you this, Veronica. And unfortunately, everybody else can't see it, but this is the sun card in the hush tarot. Whoa. And it's like a big sun with an eyeball in the middle. And it's shining over this crow that almost looks like it's not well. Yeah, um, it looks almost dead. That's why I was like, uh, my face is going like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> We're just going to tell you what our expressions look like because yeah. then you'll be able to follow along more accurately with our experience. Um, but what's interesting is that this talk in this book, it talks about the raven being looked at, oh, it's a raven, not a crow. The raven is looked upon as a dark presence. The sun rises and the light reveals the iridescent colors in the sleek feathers. Look to the light to keep striding forward as your path continues. So in this, it's sort of talking about that idea of the light showing you the way. And I like that. I had not thought of the sun in that context, maybe as often as I should. Well, because when I, when I think, when you said that, I was like, I think of like more of, of a controlled beam, like a, a torch or a flashlight, Oh, you know, as opposed to the sun it radiates everything. Like it shows ah. it, it, it's light falls upon everything. I mean, obviously there is shadow as well with yes. sun. Yes. <laughs> You're like, thank you. Thank you for saying shadow. Yes. Bring the shadows. 
closer. They are cooler than the hot sun. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, that's the other side of the sun. It can scorch you. It can be a little too intense. Um, well, that's why you were associating it with me. Oh my gosh. You're so funny. No, it's this state of like, no energy. Like it's this energetic active state. And that's, that's what I see like in the summertime, like here it is the summer solstice. This is the time when people are doing things. Yeah. Yeah. They're traveling and having adventures and gatherings and picnics and playing outside, um, and swimming and yeah. Yeah. Cause the sun is there and it's, it's an activating force, you it's know, calling you out, calling you yeah. out. It's and without funny. the sun, we wouldn't be, you know, right. We need the sun for sure. And, and we need the sun to grow all of our food and, uh, yeah, we need it. I was just thinking about, I don't know, maybe I talked about this on another podcast. Did I talk about the Northern exposure episode? I don't think so. Okay. So for anyone who might be as old as I am or older and might've really been into Northern exposure, like I was, oh um, my gosh, we watch it. We still watch it. We have the box set. So do I, oh my (laughs) God, I didn't know that about you. You have the box set. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah, I do too. Well, actually it's not the box set. I ordered each season on its own. Oh, me too. Yeah, Yeah. The box set. Yeah. Oh, did you get them where they come like with a little vest? zippered on them, like a little yes, down. Yes. Vest. The orange. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So funny. Anyway. So there's a Northern exposure episode when this doctor from New York, uh, spends his first summer in Alaska and in Alaska, for those of you that have not been there, there are parts where it stays light all day, all night, all the time. The midnight sun. Yes. The sun never fully goes down. Um, and I lived in Alaska when I was a kid and I totally remember this because it was such a novelty, but this character in this show spends his first summer there and he's just on fire. He's like going 24 seven. He's got all these ideas and he's staying up all the time and he's not sleeping at all. And he finally hits his breaking point. Cause you know, body's got to rest, um, and crashes out and just like sleeps. I think he falls asleep in his office actually on, yeah. on the exam table or something. But I often feel that energy in this time of year. And I love that portrayal of how that energy can catch someone up and carry them forward, because I do think we're much more affected by our environments than maybe we talk about, um, or the greater culture takes into account. I mean, obviously, um, the, the capitalist culture preys on the fact that kids are out of school and it's summer and it's warm and now you want to travel. So come spend your money. But what's also true is that often it's starting in spring. We start to feel this quickening that becomes more heightened during this time of year. And as we move into the summer, we might find ourselves having more energy for things or having a greater draw to be around more people or feeling more celebratory. Um, or maybe it's hot and you're like, oh my God, get me inside. I need to hide away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's also true is that right now there is a huge swath of our country that is under major heat warnings and having just scorching temperatures and you know, it, the sun, that's the flip side of the sun, right? Is it can be too much. It can be too intense. It can harm us if it's out of balance. Yes. I don't know where I'm going with that. I just, well, I feel, I, I feel, 
Michelle. Well, that's that. like the energy, the energy of the sun and this time of year around the solstice, there's that heightening. That's what you had mm-hmm. said, you know, it's like you hit that high, you know, high point. Um, and then, you know, I'm like, oh, there's nowhere else to go, but down. But <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say that. That's kind of dark. But anyways, you know, there is that other side of the sun is like, oh, you get, it gets so you, you run so hot, you know, mm-hmm. okay. You get this. And then you start to retreat. You need to retreat yeah. to um, rest and recoup. And I d- definitely have that. It's interesting. Cause I, I notice this time of year and what's happening right now is I'll get like this energy and I'll, I'll go, go do things outside. I'll go work in the yard or go for a hike and then I'll collapse. Then I'll be like, I'm so tired, you know, like, and I did it. It's interesting. We're talking about this because I didn't like correlate it to like, oh yeah, I just did all this stuff and now I need to rest. I was just like, no, I'm just tired. Like I'm tired now, you know, but there is that, you know, needing, even though the solstice, you know, we're looking at the, you know, the most, the most of sun ever. (laughs) And it's not a time for the equinox or balance. You know, you might find that you need to balance yourself out at this time of heightened sense. More intentionally. You might need to actually put intention towards balancing yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. Let yourself go out and do all the things, but remember that you are a human body that needs resting also. Or you'll yeah, end like, up sleeping on your exam table for weeks. Exactly. <laughs> People taking their vacations, like needing a break from work. Yeah. You know, like taking a time a time to yourself to, you know, to recoup and not be run so hot and do, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. <laughs> we should take a vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. So, I have a vacation coming up, but that that's good. It is good. I'm looking forward to that. Just rest, just resting. Yeah. So, I mean, this time of the summer solstice, like how might we celebrate? How do you celebrate? Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is, I'm going <laughs> to tell you, I'll tell you all a story. So there is, um, there's somebody on the internet who her, her tagline, I think she's, she does, uh, she, her as her pronouns, I hope fingers crossed. Um, if not, I apologize for getting this wrong, but, uh, the wondersmith who, oh my gosh, her recipes are heaven. Like, you know, that nettle cake that, uh, so if anyone has seen the nettle cake that goes around the internet in the spring, uh, it is delectable. And one of our circle sisters made us individual nettle cakes last year that were, was it last year? Anyway, they were delicious. So good. So the Wondersmith came up with this recipe for, uh, for these medallion pastas with walnut pesto. And I was telling my husband yesterday, I'm like, this is the most brilliant idea for summer solstice food. Let's make these medallion pastas and we'll decorate them. Like she talks about in the recipe, like how to decorate them and like, um, using stamps and whatnot that you have in your kitchen already to put designs on them. And then you're basically eating the sun, right? You create beautiful pastas. And then the celebration is that you're eating the sun. I love this idea. Like I, I mean, I love food. Let's, let's be real, but I love the idea of creating something with so much intention and then consuming it and bringing that intention into your body. Like, I feel like that is really just beautiful and, and powerful magic at the same time. Um, anyway, I was telling my husband about this and he looked at me like my head just fell off. (laughs) And he's like, that 
sounds horrible. Like, why would we do that? And I'm like, because we'd be celebrating summer solstice together by creating this beautiful meal. He's like, we cook together all the time. Like, that sounds like work. That's like a Sunday chore. (laughs) I was like, and I see that I will be making pasta by myself. This no longer is a joint celebration that we're having. Got it. Check. Uh, So anyway. Different ways of celebrating. Different ways of celebrating. Different (laughs) ways of celebrating. I don't think he's going to celebrate summer solstice, but I think I'm going to make this pasta dish this year and infuse those pastas with this intention of like light and energy and vibrancy and vitality. Um, And then when I eat it, eat it with those intentions in mind. That sounds awesome. Right? (laughs) I'm really excited about it. Do you want me to send you the recipe? That's a great idea. I would love that. (laughs) And anyone listening, just look up the Wondersmith on Facebook and uh, you will have links. I actually think there's a website too, but that's where I usually find all the, all the goods is on Facebook. Yeah. I like summer solstice making things. I think that's really like, yeah. I mean, um, I remember one, one year with my daughter, when she was younger, we made these sunmobiles. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Like you make it out of slices of orange and you, you know, we had grabbed some sticks and string and just like made these sunmobiles with slices of oranges. I was like, I might even want to do that this year. Right. And you dry them, right. You hang them you in the sun them. to dry. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You can I mean, use other citrus too, right? I mean, you could add like lemon, lemon and oh yeah. lime oh yeah. and that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like crafting too. I actually was thinking about one year in our circle. Um, somebody brought the idea of making rattles out of bull kelp. Do you remember yes. this? It was in oh, I still was have summer. Was, I do too. I use it all the time. Yeah. Um, but it was such, and, and obviously if you live someplace that's not next to the coast, you're not going to have access to bull kelp, but it was just such a great, uh, I don't know, just a great craft to be doing in the summer sun. I think we were camping, weren't we, or something, or we were, we were outdoors somewhere. Yeah. We were outside. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just, yeah. And we, that. we, as a group, we usually go to the coast, you yes. know, and there is that sense. Cause you're really exposed, you know, on an open hill, of this, having the sun right there and being able to have actually more time to do a ritual and being outside, um, I think is really magical too. I, yeah, absolutely. Getting to, I, my, one of my favorite things are the Morris dancers. Remember we used to see them all the time. I don't think we've seen them for several years because we drive a different way. Um, as we go to the coast and come back, but we used to see the Morris dancers out there dancing the sun down. Uh, at sunset on the solstice, which was pretty cool. Yeah. To watch the sunset and know that like, okay, this is it. Like it's going to start. This is it. (laughs) The day complete solstice complete. It's going to be check. (laughs) It's going to get darker. (laughs) You know, it's all downhill from here. I know. I, I I do get a relief from that because the sun for me can be so intense and it feels, I don't know, over the years, I don't know if it's UV or the, 
you know, <laughs> atmosphere or what, but it seems like it has been penetrating or my age and my skin's getting thinner. Yes. I don't know. I think it's but, all the things. All yeah. The things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, the sun is so intense. And I work so hard at like making sure that I'm protected from the sun, mm-hmm. um, that to enjoy the sun. I mean, when I grew up, like my aunt would literally put on baby oil and go <laughs> lay out in the sun. <laughs> like, yes. She was telling me that she was part of, um, I think, I don't know what year this was, but I think it was in the fifties. She was part of a contest of how dark you could get in the sun. Yes. That was a thing. Yeah. I remember this from my, actually from my childhood of my family members. Like that was what you did was you, you know, especially the teenagers. Cause I was in the younger realm of the cousins, but they'd be out there sunbathing. And I remember trying to sunbathe and just being like, this is so boring. Like I can't even stand <laughs> yeah. it. Like, okay, I'm here for 15 minutes. This is what people do for hours. And no, no, no. I need to go do something else. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like trying to read my book. I'm like, now it's hot and I'm sweating. (laughs) Like, why, why are you purposefully choosing this as a thing? Yeah. And now it makes way more sense not to do that. Yes. (laughs) You know, now they're finding, they're like, yeah, please don't do that. That's not healthy, (laughs) you know? please wear your sunscreen and yeah, and your exactly. UV uh, protective clothing and hat and have the balance of the sun. You need the sun for vitamin D. So there's yes. that balance, you know, once again, as a Libra, I go back to the balanced concept, even though it is solstice and we're supposed to go to the high point, <laughs> Let's go back to the balance here, <laughs> Right, find the balance. What are some other ways to celebrate solstice, Veronica? Good question. Um, you know what, what just popped into my head was dancing. Uh-huh. So yeah. like coming up with a, a playlist that like really rocks your world. You're like, this yeah. is what gets you moving and, um, like makes it. you sweat and have, you know, have that heightened energy, like what moves you and making like a summer solstice mm-hmm. playlist and just having a dance party, whether with yourself, with your family, others, you know, we should do that. We should make that dance. list. Yeah. Summer solstice dance party mix. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I feel a project coming on. Yeah. In all my free it, time. <laughs> exactly. I was like, roar, the song roar might be on mine. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. Katy Perry. Yeah. I love that song. Oh my gosh. I never, I just don't get tired of that song. Really? I just like scream it in the car. Like it just, it, almost every time it hits me in a good spot. Like, yeah. <laughs> nice. So like energized music. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think of like, um, you know, son, my daughter was born in, you know, August, like the Leo energy of like the lion, you know, very yeah. Energetic and ro- roar, just roar. <laughs> just roar. You should get that tattooed. Yeah. Just roar. Yeah. Or that's a bumper sticker. I think. Yeah. I don't think I would tattoo that, but I'm pretty, we are in our tattoo episode. We really talked about how <laughs> I overthink those things. So. <laughs> All that overthinking, but yes, we could definitely bumper sticker that just roar. That's going to yeah. be my new like mantra. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should roar for our um, summer solstice ritual. <laughs> yeah. Socially distanced, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness probably what will happen this is what happened the last time we went out to the labyrinth 
uh, on our coast for solstice was it was super foggy and cold. <laughs> it was like right. it was like hot inland, and then we drove the twenty three miles or whatever it is to the ocean, and got there, and we're like, all right, well, I need my jacket. Glad I brought yep. the down one. It's super windy. <laughs> Welcome to Northern California. <laughs> not feeling the pinnacle of light right now yeah everybody's like um can we be done with this i'm freezing right now yeah exactly <laughs> okay quick go through it fast fast move your body fast get your blood yeah. pumping. <laughs> labyrinth run run yeah. go all right cool <laughs> open the circle bye exactly <laughs> it's not usually like that but um but the thing is, is that even in the fog, you can still feel the energy that's there. So even if you have a summer storm roll through on the solstice, you're likely still going to feel the vibration of that high, highest peak, longest day. So Yes, yes, I know. And different places have different weather around the summertime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know lately my husband has been like... <laughs> I go to bed early in case uh, I haven't mentioned that enough times. Uh, I, but I go to bed around eight or eight 30 or maybe nine, nine is like, I'm like, Ooh, I stood up late. Uh, <laughs> and lately when I go to go to bed around eight, my husband's like, I can't go to bed yet. It's still light outside. And I'm like, well, just close your eyes. And then it's dark. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it's staying light till past nine. I know. Like well, I mean, I don't know because I'm asleep, but I, I've heard through the grapevine yeah. of my husband's complaints that yeah. apparently it is staying light quite late. Yes. It's Friday as we That's... record this. So maybe I'll really try to stay up and see what time it really gets dark. Yeah. You know, just for <laughs> well, fun. On the, on the solstice, you'll know. Yes. You will know. <laughs> but I'll be going to bed as soon as I get home on the solstice because I have to oh. get up and work the next day. Well, there you go. Anyway, happy solstice, Emily. Happy solstice, <laughs> Veronica. Um, I hope that all of you listeners out there find ways to celebrate and enjoy and use the sun card maybe as your motivation, unless the baby creeps you out and then don't. Uh, <laughs> find a different deck with a, yeah, exactly. a, a dying raven on it, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the solstice is a time for celebrating and for enjoying the sun and for really um, reveling in the length, the length of the days and the abundance of the growth that's all around us. And so to really take that in, to take the time to notice just as a practice, one of the things I've been doing that I'll share here before we wrap up is that um, I go out every morning for a walk with my dog and I have been intentionally looking for beautiful things. So like, what do I see that holds beauty? And it, it's, I'm sharing this with you because as I was speaking about the sun illuminating, I was thinking about how it really shows us what's all around us. And so often in our day-to-day, -day, we forget to look. So really tapping into what's all around us and taking the time to notice that weed with a flower on it that's growing out of the crack in the sidewalk that is actually completely beautiful, especially when you get up close. Um, or there's this cactus in somebody's front yard that has been flowering and it's just got these amazing blooms on it. Um, or the baby birds that are everywhere around right now. 
Uh, and a lot of the birds are on their second round of nest making for the year. Cause many yeah. birds have two, um, I don't know what they're called caches is what I want to call them, but they have two rounds of, of young. And so I'm seeing birds building their second nest, um, you know, carrying their twigs or fortifying their first one. So all of these little things that you can notice when you're out and about and really letting the sun kind of guide you in that is, um, it's pretty beautiful. I love that. I'm going to go, I'm actually walking my dog after this. So I am going to go do that. Do it and take pictures. I've been taking pictures, like things that when you bring your camera really up close to something Mm -hmm. and take a picture, it transforms it instead of, you know, just not noticing it. Suddenly it's the focal point. I know as I'm saying that I'm like, well, duh, but it, it, (laughs) it's, of course it is, but it's something I think we just take for granted our surroundings all the time. So there you go. Love it. Fabulous. (laughs) All right. We'll wrap this thing up. Happy solstice, everyone. Enjoy the sun and until next time, keep it magical. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by you can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you could do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like little some comments. cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or, wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. <laughs> must be so- there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius. <laughs>